1: What up, what up, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm your boy Drew, host of Option Forward. Always joined by the other half of the show. GQ Nestle, how you doing today? What it do, what it do, I'm doing well. In the city of dreams? City of dreams. For sure. And we doing kind of like a part two with the homies again, my day ones from high school to now, uh, Dave and Sam, man. DC, how you doing today? Doing very well, what's up, Drew? What up, what Option
2: up? Forward
3: and man, How you doing today? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. Glad to be back with OG Nesto and Drew. Wow, that's what's up. For sure. Did y'all run into some traffic? I was, good. That was you, good. You was on time, yeah. You was
1: on time <laughs> with,
3: with somebody a little late. I'm telling you, the people that yeah. know me who be <laughs> this, watching this gonna be blown away. Yeah. I was on time. You was on time? All right. Cool. Dave, did you have any traffic or anything?
2: No? Nah, but I was in and out that diamond lane oh, solo. I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my best. <clears throat> Stop watching the clock, Drew. Now
1: what we I'm not But now nah, uh we wanted to do kind of like a follow-up. We got like a lot of good uh, feedback from the episode that we did and how we was talking about, you know, the parenting challenges from a male perspective. Uh oftentimes in my opinion, you hear the female side, you know, and, and I think it's some good dads, some good fathers out there in the world and our voices should be heard as well. You know what I'm saying? Um but let's jump right into it though like do you guys feel that uh uh parenting
3: becomes easier as your child becomes older absolutely absolutely it should you know because if you have all these years to build a relationship and be where you want to be, it shouldn't be harder as you get older you you still you still pray for them you still you know feel their hurt and everything like that, but it comes to a point where you let go and that's their life, and hopefully, what we did in these past eighteen, nineteen years will lead on.
0: There goes your deductible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. All right. Right. But you don't think like what's with the climate that we live today? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, eighteen you might as well say twenty years ago, things were a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's kind of like, man, it's like Wild Wild West out here. So you still like you thought you was over something or you got over something, but like, yo, it, it, it just reared this ugly head, like 2022
2: style. I think, man, I, I can't speak for everybody, but you would think that it would get easier as they got older, but, and it was kind of like, you almost dictated everything they did. Yeah. You kind of like told them what to do and, and you watched how they reacted. But as they, my kids are getting older in their teenagers years, I'm looking at the way they communicate and it's like, I don't know if COVID had an effect on them, but um, they're less social. And that communication that I need when I want to know how they feel about certain things or how they communicate with their friends or what's going on in their life, teachers, friends and things like that. It's just harder to get something out of them. And it's like that communication barrier is um, becoming was hard for me right now as far as um, as I get older.
1: Have you tried communicating through text?
2: no i'm serious like what if
1: they open up you know it's just like you can be like they always talk about social media people hide hide behind social media platforms and they can say whatever they want to say because you can't see them physically see them or touch them how you gonna talk with emojis man i don't know man (laughs) i think (laughs) no but i I think like maybe maybe it might work you know what i'm saying send your son or your daughter a text it's funny
2: you say that because i mean so my daughter has a phone um and we, I try to communicate through that, and it's like, well, my daughter has a phone. Make sure you communicate. Make sure you send a text and see how she's doing throughout the day. My son doesn't have a t- uh, phone because we didn't feel he was uh, responsible enough for it yet. Um, you know, I think the first I think the first time he had a phone, um, he came home with a, um, a fight that he saw. <laughs> like, all right, that's so what we done not with the phone now, right? Like, let me take that real quick because I didn't want the uh, noise and the drama, but that communication and... Um, you know, maybe texting him and that's a good idea. I'm gonna try that once he gets his phone back.
1: (laughs) But do you think you're, uh, you're overprotective? Uh,
2: Me personally, yes. And the bad part about that is I felt like I was like, um, my parents were overprotective, shelter kind of. So I wanted to uh, go away from that. So I'm less, um, I guess, sheltering over the kids, but, you know, just kind of like not letting your kids out into that world. And um, having that influence be hard, or uh, I mean, more bearing down than yours, that influence um, is hard to do as far as um, letting them out there. So, yeah, kind of sheltering them and and keeping your eyes on everything they do. But it's like at some point, you got to let them out and, and see if your parenting was on that level. You know what I mean, for bro. Sure. He
0: he he let the he let the stroller out there like at the Laker game. Like, hey, what you mean, like overprotective? He let the baby. I felt I, I so bad. I was like, where's the baby? Like, can, can, can she join? <laughs> oh no, man.
3: Dude, what about you, Sam? Man, I think we'd have to define what some would say was overprotective. Sometimes you are just caring for your child enough to make hard decisions that they don't enjoy but you're doing what's best for them. So is that overprotective? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I guess we'd have to define that. But I mean, you do have to at least let them know that there's a world outside of what's in this household and how we were raised. So you got to kind of let them out a little bit. I guess it'd be your child, you know, for you to determine how much and what they can accept yeah
0: but what if he was like a good violin player like would you protect his hands like more than like if he was just like a regular kid you know what i mean like if he had if he had talents would it would it change your level of protectiveness like uh, against your child like um
3: now you can never let
0: what god has called them
3: to be you can't stand in the way of that right so if, if they have a gift and it takes being in the outside world, I mean, you have to monitor it, but you have to allow that child to fly.
0: Like, But but you can't lie to yourself, because I know some of you are like, bro, he's be, he's gonna be a good party animal. <laughs> I mean, like, he's he's gonna turn up, he's gonna light up the crowd, you know what I mean? And then there's this one, and he's like, oh, he's a good reader, or he's going to the math Olympics. I mean, I think those are the, 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 those are the two types of things that, you know, you gotta keep it real, like. Well, you gotta know your child. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think, at some point, some of them, because I ain't going to lie, man. Like, like after, like, I think, I, I, you know, I have, you know, a lot of siblings, but, like, I'm the baby. So, at some point, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. They was just like, do what you think is best. You, you know you you raised so, yourself? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just feel like, you know what I mean? Some of them, you, you know. You think that was wrong? Do you think? No, not at all. Okay. Because I, I just feel like. You know, um, there's there's a you know I always say that there's a sheep and there's a wolf. You know, my dad knew he was like he's a wolf. You know what I mean, he's uh-huh. like people got to worry about him, not you know the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's it's sometimes you can't lie to yourself. You know what I mean? Like. Not all sperm is going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like, I just do it. just say.
2: it. referring to him now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hard, though. So my son, I consider athletic, right? My daughter's athletic. And uh, they play sports. And so when they're trying to choose their friends, you're like, well, what is he doing? Is he playing sports? Is he out there doing practice? Like, <laughs> what's he doing with his life? Oh, he doesn't play sports. Um, you know, he just, you know, he video games. I'm like, well I don't want you to do that. so how how you're choosing your friends matters to me. Um what your friends are doing with their extracurricular, um, that all plays a factor in, you right. know, how how you Letting your kids out there and how they're choosing their friends, and we mention it to them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're gonna make their friends. So who are you attracted to? You know, and not in that way. Just like as far as like who you want to be around, and that's you know what we want to hope our influence did um, a good job at.
1: Well, no, I definitely get what you're saying and, and agree. Like I think whatever you surround yourself with, you know, what I'm saying that energy or and stuff like that. And, and I think it was like just think about how how my mom, how my mom still is. If I, if I had She's a friend in high school, yeah, what I'm, saying? I'm talking about like, as far as her checking up on the people I'm hanging around, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, Hey, what church they go to? Like, you know, not <laughs> even what's her name, what church you go to? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was like key. So at least, I mean, you can fall asleep on the bench, you know, the whole service, but at least you in the right place. So some of that uh, got to be sleeping uh, in, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you should have some type of values and morals, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm going with that. So of course my mom like protected, bro. She on me shut down this podcast like twice <laughs> for real, man. Okay. So like, <clears throat> cause going to venture off into some other stuff, but still on a uh, parenting, um, topics. What, uh, if you, if your child was of age to make their decision on whether or not they they wanted to take the vaccine, would you let them make that decision? or Are you making it
3: for them?
2: So this, this is real life it actually happened. Um, you know, in my family, I was the one that wanted to um, take the vaccine because prior to the vaccine coming out, I was like, if they get a vaccine, I'm taking that. Like, why would not I do that? I ain't never been in a pandemic. It's a problem. <laughs> I want the vaccine. <laughs> and so it was easy for me to make that decision my wife felt a different way about it. And I respected that. And then it was like um, we both felt like if the kids uh, want to take it, they can take it. That'll be their decision. Um, at first, we were kind of like, well, um, we have to make a decision for them. And so um, my oldest, he wanted to do it. He got his, my daughter got hers, and um, my um, youngest, he's kind of like in the limbo. But, you know, it wasn't a forced decision. I think um, at the end of the day, my kids were old enough to kind of like decide if they wanted to, told them to do their own research. I did mine, and I still respect either side of how you feel about the vaccine, because, you know, we've all never been here before, so.
0: But how how old is, is old enough to make that decision?
2: I think once you could like, um, you know, understand the material that you're getting as far as looking up the information and, um, you know, gather your own thoughts on it. Bro, a
0: toddler can get on uh, Wikipedia. I mean, they, they have downs.
2: They? they build different. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. Hey, they, they call them Kobe babies. Yeah. <laughs> right. They like Spider-Man jumping off the free for and stuff. But, no, nah, I think, uh, you, you know. You got to put an age, bro. All right, so I would say, like, 13,
0: 14.
2: Okay. Is a good age you? where you could, like, Figure out uh, what you want to do with the vaccine. What about, about you, Sam, man? I know you're no. beyond that point, but
3: if you had to go back. I absolutely agree with what DC said, probably about 13. You know, your child, right? But right. I mean, if they're at a maturity level to where it's just like, hey, man, if, you know, it's on you, I'm going to fully respect whatever they want. Like, that's their body.
1: Okay. All right, cool. Hey, so on, uh, I think it's, and we already passed that point, but I think on March 7th, uh, New York City, like they was going to, um, lift their their mandates to be fully vaccinated so everybody was like oh man the Brooklyn Nets they coming back you know what I'm saying because Kyrie gonna be able to play at home but this is like a catch-22 with that because it's the NBA and it's a private organization private organization employees have to be vaccinated right so he can't play at home but people are already like projecting already if the playoffs come around like you know even maybe before the end of the season they're going to find some type of way to allow him to play and we all know that he's against the vaccine. And so what kind of message do you think that sends to everybody? Because, you know, this is a debatable topic all day, whether I'm going to take the vaccine or not. If he's allowed to do, earn a living, playing at home, jumping through hoops, uh, what, what message do you think that
3: sends to to the public? Go ahead, Sam, I mean, I think you... <laughs> I think it sends a message to in regards to the timing of it, meaning that, all oh, March 7th playoffs is coming. Now he's able to come back or in a sense to I'm, I'm with Kyrie and the fact that if he doesn't want to do that to his body, he doesn't have to. And I also understand working for a company. And if that company is doing what they have to do to protect their bottom line and those are the rules that they implement, you know, they have the right to do that also. You know what I mean? Um if I had to pick a side, I, I'd have to say no one should be able to do, you know, with their body what they don't want to. It's their decision to take this medical treatment. And uh, you know, I, I respect whatever comes both ways from that decision that you make and understand that it could have some, you know, negative effects. Well, what is it, 18 million he probably lost this year mm-hmm. and not playing?
2: Sheesh. <laughs> That's how much he lost. <laughs> yeah.
1: I got it though. It was cool. <laughs> no thing. What about you, Nesto? What about, what do you think it'll have an effect on a population?
0: No, I think it has a, a, a really bad impact because, okay, let's just say if it was Austin Rivers or like Blake Griffin, you know what I mean? I think the story, the, the whole narrative will be completely different, but it's Kyrie, you know what I mean? Um, he has the tendency of using his platform to, um, you know, basically say, hey, if you're talented or if you have all these abilities, you could do whatever you want. I just think that um, he's taking it to a whole different level. You know what I mean, because how many other young a uh, talented young man that would like to have the opportunity or the stage that he has. Right. And instead of him, um, promoting defiance and, 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 and just taking his, his whole platform into a whole different into like, dude, you're not Martin Luther King. You know what I mean, like shut up. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't say shut up and dribble, but I kind of would, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I just think that, um, this is the reason why, like, for example, like I, I remember, uh, um, they were interviewing, uh, 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 what's his name? Curry, uh, the good one. <laughs> and, <laughs> the good and, they, and they were like, <laughs> they were telling him like, like, you know, he changed the game cause he shoots threes, but he was like, yo, stop tagging me on like you shooting a stupid shot. Like I didn't tell you to shoot that shot. You know what I mean? So now it's like, you got all these, these, uh, clever athletes that are trying to, um, in a sense, game the system, and then you know, once again, they start they start you know using the platform for the wrong reasons. So like, I, I think at some point, um, when you become a celebrity of that magnitude, you have to take accountability of what you do because that's gonna you know inspire the upcoming generations. And we don't need no more like you know stupid shit. You know what I mean? We don't need um, ignorance because. um if we're talking about COVID, you know what I mean? Like once again, you know, I, I almost died. You know what I mean, but like, <laughs> I believe in it; it is real. You know what I mean? And I just think that, um, for his personal reasons, like, bro, there's people out there that have to take the vaccine because of medical reasons, or you don't know how it's going to project on their body. So you promoting that just because you're an athlete, just because you got somebody that's going to cook for you, like, I got sick, I had to figure out how to do my couple noodles, you know what I mean? He gets sick, he's gonna have people coming to him and serving to him. So not everybody has that luxury. So with that being said, like, dude, cut the shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's my take. What about you, DC? Mm.
2: So this is like the most debatable topic in the last two years, right? Um, and so, I, like I said, I felt like the vaccine was um, something that I agreed with. But to each his own, like, I didn't agree with Kyrie, but I respected his uh, stance on it. And um, it's like one of those things where you do say, shut up and dribble, right? But then you gotta look at, at what point does um, does someone stand up for how, well, their right, right? And he has a right to um, you know not believe in taking the vaccine. And I felt that the um, Brooklyn Nets and, and whatever they were doing as far as making up the rules on him playing abroad but not playing at home, it's going to bite them. You know what I mean? And so when it comes down to it, we all said, oh, this is politics and money. When uh, Talking about the vaccine. It's all about politics and money. And, and so you said, uh, what message would that send? I think it's going to send a message because they are going to probably allow him to play at some point. Right. Yeah. It's all about politics and money. At the end of the day, you uh, you know, you didn't you didn't you wanted to hold him down when he was talking about how he felt. But now you're in a position to uh, get your team a, a chip. Right you may let him play. And that's gonna send a, a way wrong message, but we've seen it before in politics and money right now. We've seen it. So, you know, with CDC going back and forth with the, the mask mandates and, um, you know, just talking about the vaccine in general. So I would say like Kyrie, he has a right to do it. I, I respected it. I didn't like it, but I respected it, you know, cause I, I didn't agree with it. So at the end of the day, he, somebody had to stand up. And, you know, if it's Kyrie, it's Kyrie. Maybe he's that voice of the um, NBA. On either side that you felt, you know, I mean, you might um, take different sides, but at the end of the day, somebody stood up, and it was Kyrie. For Sure, could have been Brown. How would it have been if it was Brown saying all the things Kyrie said? Would it have been different? Oh, for sure. No, I think it probably would have had the same outcome because people was upset. I don't think it would have been the same if it was Brown.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't think LeBron can get away with anything, though. I don't but, think I don't think they give him a pass. I think they they're more harder on him than.
3: Like, to almost to any athlete, in my opinion. Like, the is always scrutinized, man, for everything. But at this point, can we not say what's happening in that state is excessive? Because it's not happening with any other team whose player is unvaxxed. Right. It's happening with New York. And it just he just happens to play there. So, if he's talking negative negatively about it or, you know, pushing people away from it, that's one thing. But if he's just like, I'm just not going to do it, y'all. Like, if that's just what his stance is and he's not you know, going, putting any
0: BS out there, I'm okay with it. For sure. Hey, but you know what? Like what I was telling you the other day, like later on, don't com- don't complain when they trying to like force you to play injured. You know what I mean? Don't complain. Cause you know, th- them top dogs, they ain't going to just take that loss. You know what I mean? Because that's ticket sales, all that. Like, Later on, don't 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 say that your contract is not enough when when you're causing, like a, lo- a huge loss to the organization. You know what I mean? When you're just supposed to be out there and just like ride with it. I mean, I think if LeBron would have done it, I think um, he probably like he would probably be so pressured to 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 actually do it so quick that like in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I I just feel like. It's bullshit because like like they they talk about like oh the NFL does this you know uh, Antonio Brown going out there and saying all this that you know the 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 NFL is like a slave ship and all these things right so okay what are you doing to make things better you like it's been two years right what his stand what did it do for the world like nobody nobody yeah like Kyrie stand like what did he like he he didn't take it for two years all he did was lose money. And the organization lost money. But it didn't It didn't create no, like, let's listen to Kyrie. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it didn't do anything. No, I'm pretty sure he has inspired a lot of people, though. Especially those who And been, they're dead. On that you know side, I mean? on that side of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> gonna
2: okay, so uh, there's always going to be a few people that feel a certain way in a group, right? And there's always uh, one person that either decides to speak up or not. And he gave probably voice to that one person at that school that didn't want to agree with it. That you know whatever group they were in, it gave somebody a voice. Like, all right, cool, at least Kyrie doing it. You know what I mean? So, but is he a doctor?
0: I'm just saying Does he know medical terms He dribbles For living Man that don't mean He not intelligent bro He can't do his own research uh, I mean bro. I'm just saying Like I'm pretty sure All his like Like PE teacher Math All of them pass him Like when he was in high school You know what I mean Like I don't think He attended to all his classes Just saying Come on you don't know that Google don't count
2: <laughs> But it's so but, many ends of the spectrum when yeah. you talk about athletes, uh, as far as their intelligence, you're gonna have geniuses and you're gonna have some dummies. <laughs> you're have well, them. he
0: was dumb enough to leave LeBron, bro. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, I would have kept him. Like, I'll be his sidekick.
2: You know what I mean? Like, he got his ring though. <laughs> yeah,
0: he did.
1: He did. wasn't that dumb. But no, uh, speaking of LeBron, right? I I know this is also a touchy subject, uh, but it's along what he did as a parent, right? Me and Dave was talking about this earlier. So during All-Star Weekend, you know, they asked him, would it be in Cleveland? And they asked if he would ever consider coming back to Cleveland. And and his response was is wherever my son is, is where I'm gonna play. I wanna play my last year with my son. Um and then everybody started Googling his son and like trying to see <laughs> if he was actually any good. You know, he has a little series <laughs> I have seen on one of them apps, television apps. But, you know, he cool, you know what I'm saying? But like but that ain't even, his skill level was not the, what we want to talk about. What I want to talk about is as a parent, whether, is that setting your kid up for success, even though you know they don't deserve it? Is that a cool thing to do?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would say yes, because it's been done by other uh, races and generations in the past. Um, That's the way a lot of people got their jobs. That's the way a lot of people um, got into the field that they're in now. And um, you know, you talk about generational wealth. If he could talk his son into the league and you know, he he may not be the best player, but if that's something that he um is able to talk into, yeah, definitely. It's been it's happened in the past and it's happening everywhere.
3: What about you, son, man? Absolutely. You speak life into your to your son, man, and he is at a level to where it's possibility, you know, and um you know, with your daddy is LeBron James, that's already big shoes to fill, you know, and you're playing basketball. I don't I don't see, you know, I don't I don't see an issue with LeBron, you know, pre- speaking that life into his kid. Not to say that there can't be negative effects. I don't see a problem with what he did.
1: Because it, I, I was looking at more along the lines of, like, that's that privilege, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that, that other privilege, and then that's the privilege that we have, you know, and that, that other privilege has, you know, pretty much, have America where we are today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, the good old boy system, the pat on the back, you know? And, but I always notice, what I do notice is that when it's us, when it's people who look like us, whether you brown or black, whatever it is, we always scrutinize, we always under the microscope when we're trying to give a free pass. So it don't even have to be our kids, it can just be the homie, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then that person ain't be like, oh, well, somebody working much harder than them and you ain't get them a pass. You know, what I'm saying he way more talented than him. You didn't get him a pass, but you want to help him because that's the homie. How do you feel about that, Nesto? Do the homies deserve a pass?
0: No, on- hell no. I mean, I, I mean, okay. I'm gonna I'm going go back on the, on what you were saying. Like, I just think it's kind of bad in a sense because, like, look at uh, Michael Jordan's son, right? Um, he was cool in college basketball, whatever. But I think deep inside, Michael Jordan was like, "Bro, you better not even think about going to the NBA." Like, you know what I mean, like <laughs> you do not like you got your mama's jeans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got your like eyes. he, like you can't. Ex- I mean, as a, like, I don't have any kids, but if 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 you're telling me if you're asking me that question, like I, I like my last name. You know what I mean? I don't want him to tarnish it, and you know what I mean, and and ruin it because. You're setting a certain expectations and if your kid doesn't meet him, he just don't got it. He might be a good reader. I mean, keep him that like (laughs) stir him away from him being disappointed. The fact that he can't live up to those shoes. You know what I mean? So I just think that um, going back, you know, going back to the whole question is like, You know your homies is cool and everything but at the end of the day like can you respect their work ethic you know what i mean can you respect the the intensity they put into things and and he may be cool but if he doesn't have it like i just think giving him a pass just because you're up there you're just gonna enable him to 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 fail because at the end of the day he's your homie right so he should be putting in the same work you do so you guys should be having the same conversation of level of success, right? If that's a, if that's a homie, you know what I mean? Um he he might be good behind the scenes. You can give him a pass in that sense, but not like on the same level that, you know, that you're at. Like hell no. Like you 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 it's not helping anybody. And then you're just looking dumb. You know what I mean, your referral sucks, you know?
1: <laughs> but you don't think you have that point of view because you don't have you don't have any children at this point it's just you so you're you have that lone wolf mentality all you have to do is worry about taking care of yourself because it's like shouldn't like think about like with your parents like shouldn't your sacrifices benefit your children your offspring your family you know what i'm saying that's why we sacrifice we do the things we do maybe maybe it may not become as lucrative or financial or educational
0: but it's like setting an example yeah know? but i i mean i don't think it has to do with i mean Okay. If your kid was a criminal, right. Or if he was out there, like, you know, going to schools and shooting up everybody and not, not to, you know, like talk bad about those situations. But if that was that situation where I had to do that, like I gave you life, I'll take it away from you. You know what I mean? I would rather kill you than somebody else kill you. You know what I mean? I just think it it comes to the point where, um, it, it it is what it is. Like you, you, you just can't sugarcoat it. You're not doing anybody no good. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to, you're, you're not putting out there the best in you. Well, whether it's, you know, your son or whatever you're putting out in the universe, like you're not contributing. You're like, you're being a liability. I mean, it's harsh, but I just think that, Hey, you sh- you might've just dropped them off at the fire station. <laughs> I mean, Dro- I like, was just saying,
1: So what about you, Dave? What do you think about, like, you make the sacrifices. You work hard, you put these hours in so the ones that you love can benefit.
2: I think that at the end of the day, you still have to put the work in. I'm not gonna um, bring you on uh, if I know that you won't work hard at it. So you still gotta put your um, strong foot forward because like you said, I don't wanna have a bad referral. This is like, you know, where you work right now. Would you refer this homie over that one? You know, if I've been you're asking
0: gonna, him for a job for the longest, bro. <laughs> he wouldn't, he need not even try to refer me, bro. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> Cause you got your mama's genes. <laughs> <laughs> like damn. Now, but, so he's he's supposed to be able to, um, you know, bring his friends through and and be a uh, lucrative uh, situation for somebody to be able to um, bring whoever he wants to bring in. Of course, I'm a. It's like uh, Tyler Perry. He could bring. Everybody in Atlanta up into his studio and and bless all kind of people, families. Right. And why shouldn't he? Like right. like you said, um, or like somebody said that if you have the opportunity, you got to do it. What it's been done in the past, and that's how other races have grown to uh, the level they're at. You know, we talk about privilege; it hasn't been in our favor. So at some point, we have to turn. You know what I mean? We have to turn the history around and and start building up what we can within yeah. our um, generation that same man yeah um
3: again Dave is 1000 on this one i mean if obviously you don't put people in a position that they that you know that they can't handle but i mean <laughs> i mean these ceos these these managers and on all levels they're hiring their people for the most part right so when we start to do it i don't see what's an issue with that as long as they're qualified to do the job and if it has to come down to legacy and things like that of course, if you have the opportunity to place your child who had who has shown that they can do the work into a position of power to where they don't have to go the path of proving to somebody else who might be there for the reasons that I'm not giving my child, a ch- you know, a position. Right. So, yeah, if, if that person has put in the work and they are qualified to do the job, I wouldn't judge them harder than I would judge someone else. Actually, if it's a tie, or even if it's close, <laughs> you know we're pushing ours forward. My yeah. son is coming right now. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: All right, and, and let's let's switch it up, right? We we're talking about like you know culture, and we're talking about a race, races of people. Uh, do you guys consider being black a culture
2: or a race, or is it a combination of both? You can't be black without being part of the culture. Mm-hmm. In some way or fashion, um you know, and then some it's like a stigma sometimes when you talk about culture, you know is this person part of the culture, or is he not part of the culture because of this, this, and that? you know what I mean at the end of the day, culture um is, is gonna affect you in some way. your race is your race, but the culture is like what you know you've been brought up on, what you've seen, what we represent, right, so I think uh just being black makes you automatically part of the culture in in some way or fashion. So
1: what about you, Nesto? I know I know we speaking about the Hispanic culture though, but do you think that you know that like black the brown culture, you know what I'm saying, are you identifying it as a race or y'all, it's just the way a lifestyle?
0: I would say the culture. I'll say the culture. I, mean, I I mean I mean I just think that especially like uh, you know Being Mexican, I think um, it's either you're you're not Mexican enough or you're too Mexican. So it's a little different um, because the way the way our culture is is it's like it focuses on what how in tune are you or how do you know certain things about a a, a culture? You know what I mean? And if you don't know that, (laughs) they're gonna lynch you. You know what I mean? So it's like. Um, you know, I was born in Mexico, and when I go to Mexico, um, I'm considered an outsider, you know what I mean? Because I don't know the culture, you know, I don't, I'm not Mexican enough, um, especially like not being, not saying the proper vocabulary, especially in our language and all that. So it's, it's a little different, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just think that we live in this world where, um, for some reason, race is so important you know what i mean like you know for work you know sometimes i gotta ask this weird question like what do you consider yourself white mexican blah 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 all these things so it's like dude i'm just trying to get a loan what do you mean like what does it matter what does it matter what my race is you know so um it's kind of hard like with with everything that's going on to focus more on race i mean i just think it's just culture Culture. I mean, I think sometimes, like, you know, like I'm more in tune with the African community than I am with my own culture. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I can't really relate because I'm not the, the color of my skin. You know what I mean? So it's just ah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a it's a weird it's a weird situation, Michelle. What about you, Sam, man?
3: Yeah, I think uh, it's important to be, you know, of the culture, right? So your race is your race. But being of culture is just having the knowledge and the vibe and the routines that typically people will have within your culture. Now, you have to embrace the differences and opinions in your culture, not to be the judge of someone who would think I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. Because who are you to tell somebody who's of mixed race that they're not this or the other? Right. So. I think you could be of the culture and have an absolute respect of the other things that are in the culture. If you're gonna be in the culture and, and try to black out differences, I don't think you do, I don't think you're, you're bringing positivity and, and, and just to the culture.
2: I I think you two bring up a good point as far as like Nessa saying, I'm in tune with the culture and, and Sandy saying that uh, you could be part of the culture. And how I feel is um, you don't necessarily have to be a race to be in a particular culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just and um, I think you're more well-rounded when you can identify with uh, several different cultures. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how you could differentiate the race and culture. Race is just who you are by nature. And then culture is just, you know, how that um, that race moves, how they Mm -hmm. identify. And you could be in touch with every different culture. And I think that makes you more well-rounded the more cultures you're in tune with. Because
1: I I asked this question because I I got a cousin in Texas and he's always been like uh, kind of out there. You know what I'm saying? He's into things that we would consider, oh, man, you a sellout. You know what I'm saying? Because it was kind of like that when we was in high school. When we was in high school and you listen to Pearl Jam and stuff like that, it was like, oh, man you a sellout bro you know what i'm saying but because my cousin he's into things like that and the way he talks you know what i'm saying he puts on that y'all seen uh sorry to bother you on netflix he puts on his white voice all the time right so you wouldn't know you wouldn't know he was black so people always say like man you ain't part of the black culture bro you a sellout you know what i'm saying But like wait a minute how can i not be like you said i'm my skin color you know, automatically makes me a part of that culture. Bro, I just just
0: do. because drinking, I love grape soda, and you make me part of the culture, you'd be like, <laughs> bro, like... you, you, Why you like the barbecue sauce so much and, and like grape soda? Am I wrong? But,
1: but that's not... I don't think like, like, what, what comments be, like, have you said I, I just want you to know well, no, what I comments just, have you said I just I don't
0: I know you don't you're think like no, I, I don't, I don't I drink just, grape I just, soda <laughs> yeah no cause he be
1: like trying to stereotype me all the time you know what I'm saying like I want some grape Kool-Aid like bro I don't even drink Kool-Aid like why like I mean I ain't drank Kool-Aid in years you know what I'm saying like dude like, like, don't like, ask why? me about Kool-Aid yeah it's like that whole it's like the whole chicken concept <laughs> are you hungry oh would you want some chicken like bro like, like dude every, don't everybody I eat chicken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, like you, it's cool if you can be real wounded and he kick with a lot of like um Middle Eastern, you know what I'm saying, people. And you know, of course he's Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? I'm African American. So like everything, every time we go to a restaurant, whether it's a, a soul food, a Hispanic spot, or are we going to an Indian spot, it's all chicken. chicken. It's just seasoned, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's just seasoned differently. Like, so I, it's it's funny to me that people still to this day, oh, oh, you want you want some chicken? Or he'll be like, he'll he'll be like, he'll try to be funny sometimes, like, oh man, you know you love watermelon, like, bro, y'all people love watermelon too, bro. <laughs> like, y'all just put the little chili powder on it. I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about, man? But no, but like, what <clears throat> well, also like, why do you guys think? Whenever it's, I don't want to say whenever because it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens often. Like, say, for instance, you know, someone trying to create their business is a black owned business and they put their product out in the market. They open up their store doors or whatever. And then as soon as somebody that looks like them is not agreeing with or. Doesn't like the quality of it or doesn't like the flavor of it, man. We will like grind somebody into the ground without even hesitation. Why do you think we we lack the support in a, in our community in the black or even the black and brown community, dude? It's just like, I don't get why we we just don't come together as a collective.
3: Man, I think when you're, you know, when you're told in so many ways, you know what I mean about yourself, there's a stigma that even that we carry sometimes about our own. And we, it's it's time to you know get up out of that and support because it feels like every other support to their own. Every other has a this town in this area or or a strip of this in their area. So I mean, from what we bring into the economy, if we were to go ahead and support our own, those who are putting in the quality you know work and providing quality products to make sure that we support them, just like we support everybody else. Now again. If that's your style and you want to support, you know, different endeavors or the high fashion, do that. But also don't look down on this because it's not what what uh you perceive to be luxury. So, what about you Tay? Uh
2: I think the biggest point that Sam Man made um was you said quality. At the end of the day, like if McDonald's sucked, like really bad, they wouldn't have like our support, right? So, if you want to put out a product um uh, whatever it is, and it's quality, I think you'll get that support. We've seen it um in the past, but you know you can't just put out something like you can't open up soul food spot you know you know chicken sucks, but <laughs> we talking about chicken or something, but at the end of the day, I think quality um like that that uh that that line teflon like the um the purses and and all those things that are coming out right now that they're putting out it looks quality I don't know. I haven't bought anything myself yet, but if I was the type that was buying Gucci and Louis, why wouldn't I buy this, this purse, you know, cause it looks like it's quality. Yeah. And I think the more um, quality stuff that comes out, it'll get supported. You can't just expect for uh, your race to, or mm-hmm. anybody to just jump on what you had because of their race, if it's not quality. So I think that's the biggest part and when we uh, talk about business, just like any, uh, you talk about just um, food or, or product. If I was in the long game, I'm not going to do my loan with you if I don't know you're a professional and you're going to get the job done just because of your race and we connect by that. At the end of the day, I'm going to whoever's the most professional. So it comes back to the quality, right? The quality of business and how you work, how you move. That's, uh, I think, the biggest part. And if it's a tie, you know, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like I said, i, mean, I got to go I mean, with my people. Yeah. It breaks yeah. the
1: tie. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Uh,
0: okay. Um... I think I had this problem growing up, okay? Um, I'm not gonna lie, no cap. Um, I think I was very hesitant um, uh, to, to work with my own culture only because um, one, pride, and two, Um, we, we, we grow up with a certain perspective about our culture, right? So for example, like, oh, you're being hella Mexican or you're being paisa or you're being, you know, certain things like that. Right. So we've, we, I think from Mexican community, I think we focus a lot more on our community flaws versus our success. We're already destined for failure only because we're not, you know, our our communities uh, Whether it's black or or mexican um, We're not used to being on top, right? So when somebody's doing it, you know, what I mean, it's like the first thing we think of is like like, oh um, You know uh, They're probably gonna do this, you know, what I mean because the cultures is is known for this, right? So to me, I I had, I had the huge, the, the, the problem that, that, uh, once again, I wasn't Mexican enough. Right. So I started stirring away from my own culture and I started focusing on people that like saw me as like, 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 like exotic they're like oh he's latino you know (laughs) what I mean like oh you know he 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 likes tapatio you know what I mean so I was just like bet you know what I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna go with somebody that appreciates my culture and forgets you you know what I mean and I think that that's the problem like I feel like you know there's always tension and I see it all the time um within within our own race african american and and mexican where there's a competition you know what i mean instead of instead of putting all our, our our thoughts and and ideas in one basket and grow as a culture you know what i mean i just think you you look at other cultures like you know asians indians um uh, primarily, you know, all they focus is on the numbers and they focus on how are we going to get there? And that's why you see like, you know, 15 people living in one house. You know what I mean? We have too much pride. Why? Because we, whatever our past traumas or whatever you want to say. It's not pride. I just need my space. I mean, I'm just saying. I, you see, you need your space, but like an Asian is thinking. Oh no, I, I can't say that. I, oh well, I mean, I said it, but I'm just saying. Like I'm like I'm just saying. Like they think about how are we going to own the street? You know, you, you said that earlier. Like um, look at Italians. You know what I mean? How, how they always have a little Italy. You know what I mean? All these things is is not because of looking at their flaws. They're looking of numbers, and I think that that's the problem. So I started giving it the the benefit of the doubt. And next thing you know, it's like, I learned to accept my own culture and, and look at their wins before I look at their losses. And and then if, if that's something compatible, then bet. Let's make money. But if it's not, then all right, let's just keep going. But I'm not focusing on the fact that we speak the same language or we're from the same village. You know what I mean? So uh, it's it's um it's tough. It's tough, especially in the industry that I'm in. Like um, like I said, you know, white people like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> what you going You're earnest. I'm earnest. I'm earnest.
1: All right, so we are in California. Right? <laughs> we are in California, and uh, you know marijuana is, is 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 pretty pretty prevalent right now. You know, uh, have you guys? How, are you having those talks with your kids already?
2: Ooh. No, not yet, <laughs> because it hasn't come up as something that um, it needs to be a conversation yet. Um, I'll talk about how you know. Like um, I've been prescribed um, pain pills, right? Cause I had some um, back issues recently, the last couple of years. And I'm like, damn, should I take all of these uh, pain pills? How they give me all these pain pills and, and I could just smoke a joint? That's the same thing. How do have, uh have marijuana illegal all these years and it's like something that's natural and, and can um, heal pain and just uh, putting it out there like on that level. Cause you know, when we were young, it was just like, oh my God, marijuana. Mm-hmm. And now we see the benefits and, and um, economically we see how it's, it's been something that we could benefit from. And the negative stigma just had a long, um, you know, negative outlook on it to where it's like hard to bring that conversation on it without the, oh, those are drugs or, you know, what I mean, it's, it's different because that's almost pharmaceutical because, you know, it could be prescribed by doctors. Right. And so that conversation is different than, um, you know, if a kid talks about, hey, have you had a Molly dad? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not talking about ecstasy or cocaine, you know what right, I mean? Right. But it's still like kind of a sensitive subject because you don't want to, oh yeah, kid, um, you know, he'll smoke a joint here and there because it'll do this, you know what I mean? It's like, you're young, do what you want to do now that has nothing to do with like your, the influences you're hearing on uh, TV or, or music or, you know, do you first. don't let anything like try to influence you on that. And, um, you know, but, yeah, still like a a subject I haven't hit yet.
3: For (laughs) sure. What about you,
1: Sam? No pun intended.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, if they're of age, uh, again, you kind of know your child. But I, I, I do think that if you're peeping game and you know that it's probably in the circle or, you know what I mean, or it's a possibility that they could be into it. I think it's okay Just to have that conversation Sometimes you gotta have Those kind of tough conversations you But know, would you spark Would you spark with your kids No 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 why No I just You uh, got that good good No nah, man I, <laughs> I just It's just a certain level of respect That I think needs to be had Like I don't We can hang out But we don't hang out like that I vibe with my vibe <laughs> As if I'm doing that I wouldn't vibe with my With my child on that so would you would you spark with your kid stuff?
0: If you have one, <sighs> probably not. I don't think I could. No, I don't think I could. I I, I just think that like I mean you can't you can't die off weed first. The worst thing that's gonna happen you're gonna be hungry. But I don't think I could. Not necessarily because of the respect, but I just feel like um, I wouldn't want to. Even if they're doing it, like I wouldn't want to support their dependency on that particular um you know substance whether it's recreation or whatever i think it's e- even on the drinking part you know what i mean like i don't even think i would want to take a shot because only you don't need all that you know what i mean I, I i think you know we were born in a different generation and and i think um we have our own traumas and we have our own reasons to you know like hop on that tequila but like them i think they're born with a, you know, so many opportunities and, and just impair your, your, your vision, your way of like, you know, going through life. I don't, I, I mean, I'm over here trying to do ayahuasca to reset myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and not like, you know, depend on something to calm me down, whether it's a drug or a, you know, weed or whatever, or drink. I just think that, um, we want, I mean, I would want the best for my kids if, if if I hadn't and and me encouraging to have codependency on something that I'm personally trying to get rid of, nah, I think I'm cool.
1: All right, hey, so are your are, Dave? Are your kids into like music and stuff, right? Yeah. All right. What are they into? Is, is your daughter into B, BTS or anything like that? You no know, BTS. BTS? The, um, the the Korean pop. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no,
2: no, she's <laughs> not into that, but. You know, her uh, interest in music is is kind of like a big variety. It can go from hip-hop to R&B to some pop to, um, you know, things that I might not listen to. Um, she was just asking me the other day because uh, we went to a Corday concert and I came home and I, um, I think the next day I was listening to something. She was like, well, when are you going to start listening to jazz or <laughs> like, when is it going to change up? And I'm thinking like, well... My parents listened to, um, you know, Motown, right? And that was the generation of their music. Hip-hop came when I was young. That's our genre of music, so do I have to change genres of music uh, depending on my age? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because
2: that was never a, a genre of music before me, you know what I mean? It happened with me. So now that I'm a certain age, do I have to stop listening to uh, hip hop and and now I gotta listen to jazz? Yeah. Or does my daughter down, have man. to listen yeah. to hip hop? And you know, I like for my kids to be um, well-rounded in music, listen to what they wanna listen to. They uh, My son plays the piano, so why wouldn't I um, want them to listen to, um, the great musicians, Mozart and all those cats that, you know, uh, played the piano at a high level to where uh, he respects music in a in a different way than I did. You know, hip hop um, is what I prefer. Um, so they have their own outlook on music and, you know, music is art. It's like how you look at it it's in your own eye. So I'm going to have um, my opinion and they'll have their opinion on music <laughs> I <laughs> sure. hate the new generation of yeah, rap yeah. Man, yeah. But, yeah, I'm with you Like, but then there's some that's in the new generation that I love so it's like do what you want to do pick who you like and you know I just hope that you pick the right content like there's a lot of content mm-hmm. out there that's like mm-hmm. like I don't care if this was back in my day I wouldn't listen to it I'd prefer you not to but um, you know that parental guidance yeah no
1: cause, no cause like it's like like kind of you hinted to it, right? So you listening, you are like, hey, you know what? Give me your ear pods or air pods or whatever. Let me, let me see what you're listening to. And you listen to it and they, it's some MC or some rapper, they think you're spitting fire. And you're just like, dude, this is trash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like
2: trash. come here, let me let
1: me school you. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me show you what it should sound like. Of course, you know, there's an evolution. You know what I'm saying? Because when we was in, you that think about what it was when we was in high school to what it is now, you know what I'm saying? As far as hip hop, it's it's, it's changed, it's it's mad different. But uh, I just always like, do we filter? Like I want them, I want my daughter. My daughter's like, she's like an old soul. So she's really, she's really into music, like period. Her and my my oldest son, but my daughter real heavy. Like she even started collecting vinyls. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, oh man, it's like, I wanna let her be her, you know, so bad, cause you know you don't wanna mess up that flow of things, you know, and try to come in there and try to dictate. But I'd be like, man, dude, I don't want I don't really want you listening to that, dog, But I, I just want to get y'all perspective on. Like, do you think as a parent, like I'm saying, you you police that? Like even if it's not vulgar, you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta be vulgar and gotta be like, oh, what they call that drill music now? Mm-hmm. I'm about to go. I got the ops on my back, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, bro, you got problems. Like, why the ops on your back? You a millionaire, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why are you even in the hood? But I guess whatever. That's a different subject. But like, do you guys think y'all should filter that? You know, I think I know where you stand. Like, of course you do. You're the parent. You filter that. But even if it's not vulgar, you know, what I'm saying, do you let them just kind of go out there and venture and figure it out?
3: absolutely yeah if if there's nothing wrong with it per se you know (laughs) like you said vulgar do you you know listen to the music that you want to I think it's dope sometimes when you try to sprinkle in what you like and what you've listened to and when they get a grasp for it and you hear them playing it you get that kind of (laughs) you know what I mean but at the end of the day nobody ever chose my music path or anything like that I had influences like my uncles and my aunts would play stuff and and I didn't really recognize it until I was older right? Mm -hmm. And and I've come to enjoy it but yeah, absolutely, you let them create their own path. They're choosing our identity. For
1: sure. I think one of my proud dad moments, I was like, I was walking by, by their bedroom or my daughter's or whatever, and she was listening to the far side. And I was just like, oh, that's my girl. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, you're mad. Like, it's just crazy. But I don't never like, I'll be noticing things like that, things that she do. And I don't say nothing. I just I just let it be. I was like, well, I, I see you though, but like, but she's like, could she be on, she be on like the leaders of the new school. She be on the tribe, and I like she be on the Erica. Badu. I was like, dude, like, what have I created? But then she'll listen to some um, Frank Sinatra, which she probably get from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just, but she loved that BTS, man. But like, it reminds me when I go in her bedroom, I hope she don't watch this episode, right? But she got <laughs> she got that pictures all on the wall and it reminds me of Do The Right Thing when dude walked into the, to the shop and like, hey, can we get some black people on the wall, man? Sal, Sal, put some black people on the wall. i
2: like,
1: <laughs> I'm like, dude, but it, I, you know, stuff like that, I don't, it, it doesn't necessarily bother me because, you know, I, I want her to develop and, and turn into the woman that she's gonna be but I think you know sometimes it's like yo it's maybe be different for you guys because it's you guys are down here in the city but like for us there's not too many people that look like us unless I go into Bay Bay you know what I'm saying so she's around the dot like you wouldn't even know you know so how did is that ever have it ever been an issue like yo you like I remember I, oh man I don't even want to put my mom out but, but people used to be like, no, people used to be like, man, you ain't got no black friends. When you see the black dude hanging around with nothing, but like, you know what I'm saying? Well, hey bro, are you are you ashamed mm-hmm. of us? Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had that conversation like with your kids? Like, it's, is
2: that- it's funny cause um, she so talked about music, right? And I, how I feel about music, and I said it was art, but uh, it'll kind of, and we talked about culture, right? It'll introduce you into different cultures, right? Music um, will take you different places mentally. Uh, I was telling my daughter, I, was, I forgot the song I was listening to. But I was like, it gave me a different vibe. I was, just, it took me. You know, I, I don't go to the hood when I listen to a certain a song, but you know, it's like a painting or a um, a story being told, mm-hmm. and I'm there. And then with this song, I'm here. I'm at the beach with this song. It's like, you know what I mean? All these different types of genres. So like, when um, if my if my daughter had a lot of different race friends. I would, of course, ask her, like, hey, look, how come we don't have, you know, you sprinkling some, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and uh, she would respect that. You know what I mean? She would respect that because she know like, you have to have at some point be able to identify with yourself. Or then I would ask, do you hate yourself? Because there's a lot of self-hate out there, people that don't want to, you know, identify with their uh, their race and, and uh, associate with their race. And if I don't see that self-hate, of course, yeah, versify and, like, um, hang with different races, hang uh, different, different. Listen to different music, go to different places, get out of your own culture. Um, Cause it's just, if you think about it, how, it's a billion people on the earth, billion places to go. Why would I keep you here when right. you could be exposed to all these different things? And as long as it's not negative, like you got to see the world in different cultures. And like she doesn't want to go to um, college out here; she wants to go to, uh, out of state. And I'm like, nah, no, I want you to be out here. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that's too far, but yeah go to the east Coast go somewhere and and fill out a different place um, different people to meet that's what college, like they talk about um a lot of people that aren't cultured and and don't um, aren't educated a lot of ignorant people just be, just haven't been exposed to different things yet so that's the difference between some ignorant people is this they're um, they're being exposed to um, different education different people that are around these cultures and allow you to see different things so. Just yeah,
1: been, in, I, been
2: in the bubble Yeah Get out your bubble sure. And then that's the thing That money provides You need to be able to Get it way out of your bubble Out the hood right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah that's,
1: that's Meet new people That's <laughs> what But like OK, so I got another question for you, Dave, because I know you don't you don't have you, all you got is your daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, a little Sandman's right nah, out nah, nah, the man out there. Sure. I'm the man. I, I
3: don't, I don't you haven't claimed them, or like <laughs> catch you on Maury next week? <laughs> no, man, I take taking care of your kids serious. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but like, do you
1: see yourself, Dave, like being more lenient with your son versus your daughter? Like your your dad, your son be like, "Yo, dad, I'm about to go through chill with the homies. I'll be right back." And you be like, "Oh, yo, yo, go have fun." And then your daughter be like, "I want to go hang out." You be like, "No, no, no, let me." Uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, I think of course um, you're gonna be more lenient towards your son, um, just because you know how you were, you know you how you were as a man, uh, as a uh, young man growing up, and the influences that were out there and what you can handle and what you think your son can handle versus you know. Uh, having a daughter that you know how you were as a man with, with women, young ladies out there and how you influence them. And so you're thinking, well, I, I need to shelter you more. So, you know, it could allow you not to have to go through these certain things. So it's like, you're, you're trying to be sheltered and not, um, you know, at the same time, like keep them in the bubble. Like we talk about, you need to learn life and be able to live life. But um, I think of course I've, I've seen where I've been uh, more lenient with my son than my daughter. But then I'm also seeing the more maturity in my daughter than my son, and it's almost like it's turning around to her like, now nah, you stay at home, and baby girl, you can go out, because <laughs> I know you're gonna be back at your curfew. You're gonna call me and let me know if something's going on. My son might be somewhere else, crazy, and that that would be my question. Like,
3: I would think I would be harder on my son because like the daughters, for the most part, get it after a while. Yeah. And, and sons could be knuckleheaded and, and there's a different kind of trouble that you have to worry about them getting into also. You know, yeah. jail and yeah, all, know, all those other things that typically you don't have the biggest worry right. about your daughter. So I think
0: the sons, they need to, you know, get it a little he, he He's right because look, I mean, I don't have kids, but like I'm, I'm listening to you guys and I'm like, okay, okay, your daughter, right? She's more mature, blah, 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 right? But then... I think you sheltering her, you're creating that you're creating that that um, I want to say that that something in her head that, uh, you know, depending on the level of shelter, it's like she's going to grow up like, yes, she's going to do responsible things. Right. But then there's going to be some dude that's going to have some like good ass game right and and I think they're going to always have that when they're sheltered they're going to have that little urge to to kind of break the rules you know what I mean and um it goes back to the whole uh, thing that I was telling you uh, um, the other day, yesterday, that I'm like, you know, you 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 meet some beautiful girls, you know what I mean, and and you just want to make love, you know what I mean, you just want to be like gentle, you know what I mean, but little do you know, she wants to get slammed in the wall, you know what I mean. So it's like you create this whole little thing now in your son, you know what I mean, your son. All it takes is some ratchet girl to, you know what I mean, put some things in his head, and it's a wrap. Like you know, he gonna do what he's gonna do to just like. <laughs> take care of her right <laughs> so i just think that uh, i think you're right like leave the little dude at home you know what i mean and the girl like give her that trust because you know what i mean that dudes out there are cold <laughs> i mean all it takes is, is 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 for one dude with good game you know what i mean and and it's a wrap because they're gonna want to experience that thrill that like all right i want to I want to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, look what happened to Rihanna. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, you know, good girl gone bad. Like, what happened to her? You know what I mean? So, uh, I would, I, I would, I would keep the dude home, and then the daughter, like give the daughter, more like, like give, give, her the, let her explore, so she doesn't, you know, uh, feel the need of of breaking the, the rules. You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, we're we're pretty much like. I mean, I don't know. I just think we're, we we have less dangers, you know what I mean? Um, in a sense. So.
1: Bet. All right, I got some hypothetical questions for you guys. All right? <clears throat> so question number one, if you can go back and have a conversation with your parents before your birth, what would you tell them in order to either prepare them to better your experience, your childhood? Would you want to have that conversation? Oh man.
2: so do i want to have that conversation of course i would say yes um the opposite of that is like damn do you want to go back and tell them like well you didn't do this this and this (laughs) my life is you know so like hypothetically if i could go back yes and then i would tell them to um you know be open to showing me different parts of life um Teach me about finances earlier. Uh, ex- Exposed me to this, that, and the other. Um, you know, maybe right now, since you're in a position, before I'm here, do this this <laughs> and this, because you'll be success- successful. Successful, and like maybe you could pass on these things and and um, start that generational wealth. Where you know, we talk about wealth. Um, you know, religion. Um, maybe be more open to this, this. You know, it's like it's a lot of things I would say just to um, maybe. Pattern how I think um, would have been a beneficial way for me to grow up, but then at the end of the day, it's like I grew up how I did, and you know, I respect how the, my parents, uh, you know, raised me, so I couldn't have too much of a change. It's like going back to the future, like the movie, of course, I'm gonna give them the lotto numbers, you know what so, I mean? Yeah, go I'm gonna I'm tell you everything that can make us in like a way crazier, better position, um, but yeah, I respect how you raised me, uh, so I wouldn't. But yeah, I would love to have that conversation because if I had the opportunity, <laughs> make it happen. What about you, Nesto? Shit, yeah, I would tell my parents like drink
0: some vitamins and shit like that because man, my, <laughs> I got I got that shitty end of my genes. You know what I mean? I would be like, yo, drink some vitamins <laughs> and and uh, give me a shot. You know what I mean? There's no reason why I'm like my knees hurt. So uh, um, <laughs> that's one. And and the second thing, it, it would be. Um, I would say, you know, the whole generational wealth. I, I would have to agree on that. I think that's important, especially um, being a minority. I think that's important. You know, I think um, if we would have I don't think if we, if we would have got the silver spoon, but I just think if we would have got a, a head start on on learning finances and learning how to be more um you know, like, stir away from Tampico You know what I mean? And, and drink water You know what I mean? There's certain things like um, That would encourage our our, our our future to be A little bit more prosperous I mean, if that makes any sense Like, I don't know For sure. same man. Yeah, I'd have to
3: side with, with Nesto in D.C. You know, one would be Teach finances Two would be health Right? Because that's not talked about in our community As much as it needs to um, I absolutely respect and appreciate the way that I was raised, you know what I mean? Because you have, there's no instruction booklets to it. And as far as for my parents coming from Belize and coming out here, it's like, you know what you know, right? So they kind of just laid that path out. But I would say more or less, so I would just tell them to, uh, I mean, I would have them practice to, to take chances, tell me to take chances, yeah. right? Because you can play this life so safe. Then you you look up at you know forty and fifty, and the dreams that you had were tangible. If you'd have just made chances, right? Yeah. And I would have them, you know, teach me to embrace failure, you know, how to deal with failure because it's going to happen, right? It's about getting back up and continuing to go on because that fourth, fifth business that you tried could be the one that popped. So many people will try that first business and it didn't go the route. They'll, they'll do that first job in that in that field that they love and it didn't work out. And now they've quit and they've moved on to something else. So take chances and to keep going. For sure. For sure. Hey,
1: well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to the conclusion of our show. Uh, but before I open up the mic to our guests and our co-hosts um, to share their words, the way I would answer that question, if I could have a conversation with my parents, I think I would do it. No, I think I would do it. Uh, I would say, uh, make me learn an instrument. There was... He like, <laughs> didn't want to play the flute? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. My dad was like... My dad wanted to teach me how to play the piano and all those types of things, but I thought that was nerd stuff, bro. <laughs> and I love music so much now, and I feel like had I had that that like, that like understanding and that knowledge, like, dude, I probably would be like a top producer right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it would have led into that. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's one of the... And I think, just for me, like... Instruments in itself, I think it's just it's so beautiful that you can just sit down and do something and express the way you feel. If I'm angry, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't want to go smoke. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna sit down at this piano and just let it all out and let it flow. And I'm very emotional, man, because I'm a cancer, but. That's it, but, like, I, that. it was one thing I would be able to, want to go back and tell them, like, yo, like, make me, because I remember, man, I was crying, fighting tooth and nail, like, dad, I don't want to learn this, I ain't no nerd, you know what I'm saying, I'm Ralph, you know what I'm saying, this Ralph. <laughs> I ain't call you, you dad, <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> I am Kanye, in the flesh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, nah, no, I, I, that's what I would say, but um, we're going to start out with my man Sandman,
3: is there anything you want to let the listeners know? Nah, man, I appreciate you having me back, man, and, you know, seeing the numbers go up. For I sure. Support. you See, seen I'm that, man. I yeah. post I comment. Be, be I love your content, man. So, you know, cheers to YouTube, fellas, man, for and sure. the cheers, that you got cheers, going on. So and, you know, for my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brother DC, man. This This My brother DC, I'm proudly representing, you know, what you got, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dave, Dave, anything you want to share, you definitely got to plug it. You got to
2: plug it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that? yeah, that, man. Uh, Drew and Nesto, thanks for having us back. Option four, like you said, you guys blowing up. Seeing you guys uh, progress really fast, and um, hope you're ready for it. Yeah, me and too. Just a to plug. I mean, you're rocking the God is real gear. For sure. Um, you know. I, just a little something I, I thought about me and my brother uh, years ago, and you know, I see a lot of brands coming out, and just want to throw mine out there. We had a um, gear. Slat our dot, uh, God is real on IG, and then uh, we'll have the website up in about a month. So, you guys, uh, tap in, and then uh, thanks again, though, for sure. GQ Nesto, I definitely want to say thank you to all our
0: followers. Um, thank you for the support. Uh, keep watching, we got fire coming on, uh, pretty soon. So, um, just thank you, you know. Um, I just think that uh, uh, please follow us <laughs> on all our social media platforms, you know what I mean. Um, Let us know if you guys are interested in speaking the truth. Uh, We're more than welcome to, you know, bring you on our show and and, uh, you know, let's have this conversation.
1: All right. And as always, option four, we are a collective. All right. So we use our platform to share your platform. You know what I'm saying? It's about you. It's not about us. And we can all grow together and learn together. But I'm your boy, Drew. We are option four. We out. Peace.